This is ASS Breaking News. Good evening. I'm Brock Jurgensen filling in for S Man Ben Lincoln, who's currently on assignment trying to pin down Ligma Johnson, the recently fired employee from Twitter after CEO Elon Musk took over. Speaking of Ligma Johnson, we are joined by Philip Rector, who is a reporter with the Washington Post. Philip Rector? Philip? Oh, there you Whoa. are. We're having some technical difficulties. So you have uh, a producer who uh, unfortunately is over the age of 80. Um, that's the best we could do here at Ask News. But Philip, thank you so much for joining us. Well, thank you very much for having me. Philip, tell us a little bit more. But you are one of these. The, the, the backstory is that Elon Musk announced that he is going to, well, I wouldn't say announce. It was reported that Elon Musk is going to be charging $20 per month for verified accounts on Twitter to basically keep and maintain their blue check. And then he reduced it to $8 announcing on Twitter. Uh, there have been many blue check accounts who have spoke out against this particular move saying they're never going to pledge money to a billionaire. We Obviously, you have been focusing on this story the most, but as a blue check verified account, what is your take on this? Uh, let me let me first say that, yes, you should never give money to billionaires, especially ones like uh, Elon Musk um, and others who buy media companies, uh, you know, quite like uh, Twitter or or The Washington Post and charge one or two dollars uh, a month for you to to subscribe to them. Uh, do not give money to billionaires. Don't do it. Uh, but, uh, and uh, uh, on your second point, I think $8 is way too low because that means anyone can get the blue check. And that really stampens our status on Twitter. And, and as you know, Twitter is our lifeline. He, he might as well just, you know, label us and then start gassing us uh, on, on there as a, as a blue check. We hold our status dear to us. And without right. it, hold on, hold on, pretty much on. nothing. How is it that anyone, anyone like, you know, lick my taint at ass licking can get verified for $8 a month? Hold on, sir. Did you just say, you meant to say gaslight, right, Philip? No, like, like gas us. Because when you start paying the $8 a month, you actually get this little nice uh, uh, ban that, uh, that Elon sends to all the journalists. Uh, it's, it actually goes pretty well with my shirt and everything as well to, to label who's, who's a blue check and who isn't. So now being a blue check is considered a stigma. Uh, I believe, yes, I think so. It, it's here to, to demonize us, to try and, and, uh, you know, unhuman us. Uh, and it's a very dangerous time right now to be a blue check, especially a journalist blue check. What is your thought on Elon Musk deciding that maybe Twitter is going to loosen some of these restrictions on quote unquote free speech? Uh, honestly, that right there, it takes away free speech uh, in of itself, because if you have somebody who is trying to post a story and then you know, you get quote tweeted to lick his mother's asshole. Uh, it, it makes you a little bit more hesitant to, to tweet out more stories 
um, on uh, on Twitter. So I think it's going to silence more people uh, for allowing more people to say what they want on on Twitter. Well, I can understand the uh, the fear it would be to be a journalist logging on and have some random account telling you to lick their mother's asshole. I mean, that has happened to me personally. Um, terrifying as an incel. That's very terrifying. terrifying. Yeah, it's it's inhumane. It is inhumane. The only people that should be allowed to have information and post whatever information they want is journalists. Outside from that, that is just, you know, killing democracy, not in darkness, but in quote tweets and licking people's asses. Man, what a dark time it is to be a journalist uh, and a blue check at that. Um, final final thoughts from you, uh, Philip Rector. Um, what are your thoughts on Candace? Candace? Who's Candace? If you are getting the guardrails off the truth, where it literally cannot catch up to the lies on the internet, it's how the pipes work, how the system works, because of the incentives of the richest people in the world, then that's how you lose your democracy. Of course we'll accept the outcome of the election, but always have, always will. R-A-H-R-L-I-G-M-A. Yeah. Thank you. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. What's going on, Habibis? I'm Siraj Hashmi. And I'm Jay Kobe. And we're the Habibi Bros. Welcome to another episode of Habibi Power Hour. Although, Jay, it's looking like we have had a name change. Uh, who's Sugma? Who's Ligma? Ligma. Bofa? Bofa. Yeah, Bank John of America. Oh, look at you putting the shirt on. Well, of course, this is a family show. Hello. That is We've true. This is a family to, show. To slow down on our drinking and to, to stop uh, swearing because yes, family. We are, we are absolutely essentially 100% cleaning up our act. Oh, absolutely. Welcome. We make sure that everyone is welcome to watch this. Uh, this is this true. Show. This is a family Except show. Dale Lorenz. Lorenz can lick my dick. Absolutely. Uh, that's um, that's basically rule number one of of uh, Habibi Power Hour. Is the, the that really? Absolutely. Right. right. Okay. Uh, so Habibi's uh, first things first. Um, before we get into the show, um, we want to acknowledge one of our Habibtis. Yes, Stacy, who is. Uh, Maybe not uh, the recording of this episode, but definitely a few hours is scheduled to receive a new heart. And we are praying for you and hope, uh, praying that all goes well and praying for a speedy recovery. Uh, we had promoted her, uh, her GoFundMe um, to help fund her getting a new heart. It's probably the only like wholesome thing we've done in this pit of degeneracy. Right. But, well, that and 
Well, and also our our um, cancer awareness for mm-hmm. uh, the month of September. Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. That's why that's why Jay has the yellow uh, check on his uh, chest is because um, it's to it's to signify it's to acknowledge uh, Childhood Cancer Awareness Month, right, Jay? Oh, this is uh, this is just to acknowledge what's going to happen to journalists here in a little bit. <laughs> We're going to make sure that we li- label them with bands of blue checks. Uh, uh, Jay, what what's what happens when I I get it? Because everyone still thinks I'm a journo. <laughs> well, you still have your blue check. Are you gonna Are you gonna be paying twenty dollars a month for your blue check? I don't know if I pay twenty dollars a month, but I probably. Pitching eight. I mean, I don't really give a shit at this point. I'm not gonna complain about it. Mm. I like I like the 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 status symbol of the blue check and then ironically dunking on blue checks. It like gives no, me, it gives me sort it is also like a it's like a gift and a curse because most people can uh see uh, your replies when you reply to them. And so it's good for getting noticed, but it's also bad if you're n- trying to avoid getting blocked. So Spencer, what the shit are you doing? You're not supposed to highlight any YouTube chats. That's the second part of this. announcement. Habibis, if you go to the, if you are on, we said it was the first thing we said. We literally have the worst producer of all time. I don't even know. He couldn't even bring you in correctly. <laughs> no, Habibis. It's okay. He's only been doing this for like two years. Yeah. So, Habibis, we got uh, we got a live chat happening right now on our locals. If you go to the link in the description of, of this episode, you'd be able to go ahead and log on and check it out. Um, and I have to say... Um, once again, Spencer doing a horrific job at trying to get some conversation going. That's all we needed <laughs> was to try to keep the chat going. Basically, we're moving away from the YouTube chat, trying to keep things a little bit more, you know, friendly, you know, family friendly uh, in the in the family Habibi chat on locals. So um, you get basically top priority on there. But I think that's it, right? Is that it? Right. Is that it? And then follow, followed by Rumble, and then and then followed by the rest. Perfect. How you doing, Habibi? I'm doing wonderful, Habibi. I actually got a fresh new bottle of Angel's Envy on the crack open right now, too. What are you drinking tonight? Uh, I have a uh, Mountain Dew's uh, Zero Sugar Baja Blast. Zero Sugar Baja Blast. Yes, Baja Blast. You are you are like a twenty two year old. Jay, I'm gonna Baja a uh, finger Baja blast you later. Well, you can finger Baja blast me anytime you want, baby. Especially if it's sugar free. Especially if it's sugar free, got to got to keep the calories down. This is this actually will burn enough calories for the both of us. <laughs> so, uh, had a I. <laughs> Why don't you have headphones on? Is it because you want you have an audience in the background? No, I, I well, I have somebody here. It's not like a full audience. I got writer and I can't see them because I got the blackout going. Wow, Jay, that's that's racist. 
It's racist, Jay. Is your Ethan not going to shut out on me? No, it's not. It's totally fine. It I actually, like it, it, it was it was funny because it took me five minutes to untangle that fucking thing to get it to get it going. It's a pretty long Ethernet cable. Yeah, you're the reason why that Ethernet cable is the reason why we're running a few minutes behind. I know. I, this is the second time I was late. The second time I was the reason why we were late. So used to coming early. Well, yeah, I come fast and come early. Fifteen minutes early. Hmm. Nice. Uh, so Habibi's. Uh, what was I gonna say? Uh, oh, you're going to the the first topic while I go make myself a drink. Wow. Okay. So and I can hear you because I got the speakers on. Oh, look at you. Uh, so with that being said, Elon Musk has completed his takeover of Twitter. And very first move was firing the CEO. Uh, was it Parag? Parag Aranha? Was it Agrawal? Parag Agrawal, the uh, chief legal uh, advisor. I think it's Vijaya. Vagina got it. Vaj- Vagina, vagina, vagina. They got rid of the legal, their legal counsel of vagina. Yes, and she is the uh, she is the Twitter employee who made the decision to ban Donald Trump from Twitter uh, in January 2021. And then the there's a third Twitter. uh, Well, she was also the reason why they banned the um, the Hunter Biden laptop story. Oh, she's the reason. She she's the reason for that as well. She was part, well, she's part of the the everything that gets censored on that platform. She's a part of it, or she was a part of it. Mm. So, and it was insane. Like if you the to go back now and watch that Joe Rogan episode of her and uh, Tim Pool and Jack Dorsey and Jack Dorsey on there, you can just see how full of fucking shit she's always she she's always been. Full of fucking shit the whole fucking time. It's uh, so if you recall what happened during that particular uh, Joe uh, podcast with Joe Rogan, was that Vijaya Gade tried to make it sound or make it seem like the policy about transgender people. And people being misgendered was considered standard policy within their terms of service about, you know, why, whether they, you know, suspend a particular account who calls a trans woman a man or says that calls them he instead of she. And Vijaya Gade just could not rack her brain around the fact that, as Tim Poole pointed out, that she is injecting progressive politics into the Twitter terms of service. And she couldn't even recognize that it was like, it was absolutely stunning because obviously there are people who don't agree with that, that you can just, you know, chop as, as Jay would say, chop your dick off or chop your titties off and call yourself a man or a woman. Even if you were born a boy or girl, Shit doesn't make sense, right? To a lot of people. And so Twitter basically tried to uh, institutionalize this particular idea that you could just, you know, claim to be whoever you want 
say that you identify as a woman when you were born a man or or vice versa and you be granted basically the full protections of well i, I mean i agree that people shouldn't be harassed for for doing it but um for twitter to like essentially 100 percent inject progressive politics into their platform uh without even being aware of it um to me, to this day, I still don't. I still don't get it. I still, I still. Oh, no, get they're aware happen. of it. No, that's the thing. She's playing stupid. You they're absolutely so? aware of what they're doing and what kind of agenda that they're pushing. They're just playing stupid. They know that this is a very uh, that they're they are amplifying and pushing progressive policies and ideas and the agenda uh, from the left on their platform. Mm-hmm. It's the reason why you you had uh, the laptop story uh, banned because they they said some stupid shit like it was hacked material, but you got hacked. Uh, you you would get hacked tax returns being blasted all over uh, Twitter on the story, and nobody nobody batted an eye. They didn't they didn't put that down. They didn't put the same policy uh, across the board. They never do. There's only one side that really gets the the ban hammer, and it's it's ninety five percent of the time coming from the right that they that they ban. When that right. happens, it, it's only it. it's only lefty accounts that get the benefit of the doubt, or or publications who are sending um, stories that amplify their agenda. I mean. When's the last time right now that we saw any COVID mis- misinformation uh, warnings on a tweet? Since the Elon before, took over. before, if you tweeted out masks don't work, they will put they'll either fucking straight out ban you or put a warning underneath your tweet. Now they don't do shit. As it should be. What's the biggest problem it is the from the fucking beginning? Because and like you were saying, you can't have no one could have an open discussion on Twitter about any of these policies or about any of these uh, uh, about the vaccine, about masks, about how they really work or if they don't work, you get shut out. So it trying to claim and Jack being on there as well and trying to claim it's an open platform for people to, to have discussions was always bullshit. And she was the biggest bullshitter of, of the whole thing. They were openly banning any discussions that did not uh, coincide with their agenda and it was all agenda based and it was all agenda pushed she is not some innocent fucking fuck face who doesn't understand what she was doing she knew exactly what she was doing i know that she knew exactly what she was doing what i was just saying was that um maybe and i mean look we probably already just discussed this is that m- Maybe I'm just a retard and I just don't understand what you're saying when you first say it. So <laughs> anyways, uh, from locals, Dan from last night says no more vagina. Does this mean Twitter gets no pussy? <laughs> <laughs> well, given how Elon Musk has uh, more children than Nick Cannon. Um, uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Uh, but the, obviously, the worst uh, the worst news out of all of this um, is coming from Jennifer Rubin, our queen, who, by the way, still has not agreed to join or come 
on to Habibi Power Hour. Uh, Jennifer Rubin, if you are listening, and I'm sure you are, because why would you not watch us? That's incredibly Islamophobic. Uh, so basically, our queen says, let me put it this way. I will leave Twitter rather than pay a, pay Musk a single dime for anything. And that's what caused me to start this. <laughs> a GoFundMe to save Jennifer Rubin's Twitter account. Okay. And what, and, and uh, how much has uh, been what donated so far? Uh, actually, let's check. Hold on. I will try to, oh, wait, why am I? You can just click on the link right now on the window that you have open. I just did, Jay, I decided to share a tab. Not open because... it in a new, not open it in a new window. Just click on it, let it open right here on this window. I, I don't know why it doesn't let me open up on a single tab, Jay. This is, this is so far beyond me, okay? <laughs> one more moment. I got I to gotta get a drink. Holy fuck, there's already $52 donated. Oh, there are so far 52 people have, uh, alhamdulillah, uh, pledged to keep Jennifer Rubin's Twitter account on, uh, on life support. But I think it's important to know, uh, for everyone to know that, uh, Jennifer Rubin really is the life force of Twitter. And if she goes, it's as I, as I put in the description, it's the end of Twitter. And democracy as we know it. So <laughs> feel free to donate $17 if you're watching. Anyways, Jay, with all this happening, a lot of people are giving uh, Elon Musk shit, AOC chief among them. Have you seen exactly what what uh, AOC has, has said about uh, Elon? Yeah, I, I, I saw the tweet. You saw the tweet. Let's let's go ahead and take a look at it, shall we? I have it pulled up right here, and hopefully, there's so many, so many of these people have been like melting down completely over any sort of rumor or announcement or anything that's been coming out uh, from it, and it's fucking hilarious. AOC tweets out LMAO at a billionaire, earnestly trying to sell people on the idea that free speech is actually a eight dollar a month subscription plan. Mind you, this woman graduated with an economics degree from college. Elon Musk responds by saying, your feedback is appreciated. Now pay $8. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's so good. And, and it's, hilarious. it's hilarious because it's eight, you can still use Twitter exactly how you've been using it. It's $8 a month for the verification that that is so-called being said like none of this has been announced none of this has been has been uh announced officially or anything like that but all of these people are losing their shit and pretending as if you need to have the blue check in order to use twitter right it's insane i mean just the fact that, that she doesn't understand that you don't need to pay in order to say what you want to say. I mean, Jay, you have been banned 14 times from Twitter. That's never stopped you. No. And yet you keep coming back. 
like my herpes. Anyways, from locals, Master Thief says free as in speech, not as in beer. So I would love, I mean, that would be really cool if you got free beer with paying $8 a month to use Twitter. I mean, wouldn't it, Jay? That that'd be pretty Absolutely. that'd be pretty awesome. You get you get three beers a month. Three beers a month. Anyways, let's continue on. Uh, what else did we miss? Oh, the White House getting fact checked. Did you see this, Jay? This is beautiful. Oh, go go highlight that comment, Spencer. I swear to God, if you just oh yeah, there we go. Thank you, Dan. Dan from last night on local says. Speaking of misinformation warnings, Twitter put one in on the White House tweet today and they deleted it. So let's go ahead and take a look. Oh, yeah. They deleted it after after it got fact checked. So let's go ahead. So this is the tweet. Seniors are getting the biggest increase in their Social Security checks in 10 years through President Biden's Biden's leadership. Now, Twitter, they didn't realize that they could basically that. So they didn't realize the monster that they were creating by by allowing people to what is it called? Is it bird watch? Is that is that the particular? Is that the yeah? That's the, what it is. It's called bird watch. It allows users of the platform it could be anyone if they get accepted, they get vetted, they can go in and basically flag any tweet. This is this seems like a particularly new feature, right, Jay? I, was, I don't know if I've ever. Yeah, this seen is the this. first time I've I've seen it actually be being used like this. Like I've never seen um, a more label or like more context in this in this manner. Maybe maybe they've done it before, but this is the first time I've actually seen it uh, implemented on my so, on my timeline. Yeah, I haven't seen it before either. But anyways. Uh, the the con the fact check says states readers added context they thought people might want to know in which they quote uh the social security administration uh website the, the actual official government website here it's ssa.gov you can't say that's like anything different this Friend, is exactly <laughs> Uh, the fact check reads, seniors will receive a large Social Security benefit increase due to the annual cost of living adjustment, which is based on the inflation rate. President Nixon in 1972 signed into law automatic <laughs> benefit adjustments tied to the consumer price index. That's so uh, good. It's so good. Through Biden's leadership, and it turns out it was their worst fucking nightmare. It was actually given to them by President Nixon. It's insane. It's uh, honestly, it's it, it's not, I mean, it's beautiful too. It's beautiful as well. It, it's very beautiful because it just goes to show this is exactly what this whole administration has been trying to do from day one is take credit for things that have been in place before they even took office. Every shit that has happened in the United States and for families across the country has been because of them. Any good thing that's been coming out has been because of somebody else before these fuckers took office. And it's fucking hilarious to see it happen in real time like that. I think and the oh, what's, yeah, go ahead. What's, even, what's even more hilarious is that it has to be random Twitter users on Twitter to fact check the White House and not fucking journalists that get paid for this shit. Yeah, how is it possible that 
users on Twitter are doing a better job at journalisming than actual journalists. Well, makes me they're think, too busy with donkey dick in their mouths. That's makes why. me think that it's all by design, Jay. Oh, it absolutely 100% essentially is by design. Here we go. Mountain Dew Baja These Blast. journalists are not real journalists. None of them have ever been actual fucking journalists. They haven't been. Biden goes on live and lies repeatedly. I mean, this administration is on par with how much Trump, the Trump administration has lied. And we don't see the same, uh, the same type of professionalism, if you want to call it that, mm -hmm. from journalists at all. The one thing that the Trump administration has really done is taking, taking the, the, like the blinders off from a lot of people on what the media truly is. And it is a fucking player for political reasons. That's what they are. They use these experts. They use uh, they they choose not to to um, you know report on stories or give you the full information on purpose in order to push different narratives and agendas. And we saw that all through COVID, and we and we're seeing that all through the trans issues and stuff like that as well. They choose to hide information or choose to mislead you with information or choose to be silent when the White House is completely and utterly lying to you. So there are a lot of ways that we could pivot to the conversation, Jay, based on um, that nice little rant. Thank you very much. Um, uh, there, there, uh, let's 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 do this quick segue, OK, because you mentioned the pandemic Well, the Atlantic are uh, this week. They published an article. I don't know if you, if anyone had a chance to see this or read this, but it's one of those things that when you see it, um, you kind of want to bust a tit. Is that right, Jay? I think, I think, or is it pop a nut or is it rub your coochie? Well, our nuts are too small. Our titties are a little bit bigger. So yeah. we bust a tit. We bust a tit. So this uh, article from Emily Oster says, let's declare a pandemic am amnesty in which uh, he says, she says, we need to forgive one another for what we did and said when we were in the dark about COVID. And Jay, I don't know if you had a chance to actually go through this, um, but basically she makes the case that, you know, forgiveness of like every single bad thing that happened, uh, uh, specifically about the people who made the decisions is warranted. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta let it, you gotta let it slide, Jay. You can't, you can't get all, can't get all wound up in that shit, you know. You gotta, you just gotta say, Habibi, it is okay. Fuck no. That so, is that is that is the absolute best counterpoint to these fuckers and people like her who write these type of fucking stories. Because if you go back and see her tweets on on COVID and all that kind of stuff, like she is one, she is one of the bad people who have been tweeting shit. And saying shit in order to demonize people who didn't want to get the vaccine or who didn't want to mask, who didn't want to lock their shit down or or take their kids away from uh, school. Right. She's one of the main perpetrators on on this shit. So fuck no, we are not going to forgive any of these fucking people. We're not going to forgive them for uh, for demonizing mothers who wanted to take their kids to school, for cheering on mothers who were arrested for taking their kids to fucking uh, to the park. 
who said that you're a grandma killer if you want to take your kids to the fucking zoo, who who said that if you're not masking up, you're you're wanting everyone to die, who cheered on Andrew Cuomo as some heroic figure over uh, the way he handled COVID, COVID in New York, mm-hmm. uh, for saying for siding with the teachers unions for closing down schools for two years for making sure that there were millions of businesses closed forever so you can make sure the economy went to shit for fucking two years and we're still recovering for it no we are not forgiving any of these people the best mercy we can show them is prison time and if it was up to me we would bring back your public executions and hang every fucking one of them <laughs> Fauci needs to be in prison till the day he fucking dies. Okay. No, we are not forgiving any of these fuckers. Not all right. at all. One thing I want percent chance. One thing I want to point out: this particular graph says these precautions were totally misguided. In April 2020, no one got the coronavirus from passing someone else hiking. Outdoor transmission was vanishingly rare. Our cloth masks made out of old bandanas wouldn't have done anything anyway. But the thing is, we didn't know which is absolute fucking garbage bullshit because, Jay, as you and I both know, uh, Fauci, the NIAID, the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, as well as NIH, the National Institute of Health, funded all the research at the Wuhan Institute of uh, uh, Wuhan Laboratory, the Wuhan, what is it? The Wuhan Institute of Virology. Yeah, Wuhan Institute of Virology. And basically tested and what they call uh, what what's the word I'm looking for, Jay? It's um uh it's not a, it's not some it's is a genetic modification. It was it what were they uh they, they were like, they were modifying oh. the virus, yeah. So they were yeah, genetic they're weaponizing modifying. it. Well, yeah, I mean, you, can, you, you can say weaponized. But what else? What else do you do with a virus if you're just trying to genetically modify it? You know, are you trying to like see if it's 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 for different types of research? But then again, you can't give them the benefit of the doubt for how much they fucking lied about what was going on there and what they were doing and how they were funding it. So probably you're right. They were trying to 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 weaponize um, the virus. instead of doing tests on different ways to amplify the uh, infection rate. And not only did, did they do that, but also, and how it's not a bigger story and how people still view Fauci after the emails were released between the director of the NI, uh, NHS, is that what it is? Yeah, the director. The, about and Fauci? Not just Fauci, the other guy. Oh, What's uh, Fran- uh, uh, was it, um, is it Francis? Something I think it's Francis. Francis. It's the guy who played the guitar yeah, and yeah, sang yeah. that stupid fucking song. Between them, who are trying to uh, silence. Francis Collins. Francis Collins. Yes. And they were trying to silence other doctors and scientists who were saying all of this shit is bullshit. You're, you're six feet. Bullshit stuff is bullshit. Your masking is bullshit. You're fucking, um... Uh, zero zero transmission on the vaccines is bullshit. And one thing that we really have to, we really, I think we really, really, really have to hit on is how everyone was was um, parroting that there will be zero transmission if you get the vaccine. Right. When there were zero studies made on this. When they say we didn't know, 
we didn't know we didn't know that it was going to be zero transmission, but they were saying it as it it was fact. She says we didn't know. Said, but they were stating it was fact that you're safer if you're masked. They didn't know. They're stating as fact that it was safer if you were six feet away from each other. They didn't know. They were stating as fact that kids were going to get, get it and die. They didn't know. And when we were six months into this, we started getting more and more data that all of the shit that they were trying to force in policy-wise was bullshit. And the way that they fought it was to silence anyone who was stating that they were bullshit instead of allowing for more uh, discussion and data to be released over this. So forgive them. Fuck no. We will not forgive any of these people. And we should not. We, I swear to God, what needs to happen right now, what really needs to happen, any politician, I don't give a fuck if they're Democrat, Republican or whatever, if they come up and they start really saying that they are going to push to hold these fucks responsible that did this to the United States for two fucking years and did this to, to students from school, they will get my vote. I don't give a fuck who, who, who they are. And if they like really promise it and honestly go for it, this is the, this is the message that really needs to be, to, to be hit on as we get closer to, to November is that anyone is oh, going boy. to really say hey, we're going to hold the, these fucks that lied about COVID responsible in who are in the government who ran these policies who destroyed people's lives like this is this is yeah. i would think we would would put more yeah. fire under people in order to to uh get them out and and actually vote jay um fuck the the thought loss i i lost the thought ah <laughs> <laughs> uh... Something, something, something. Oh, great, Jay. Your rants have one again, once again thrown me off. Anyways, here's Ernie. Um, oh, this is what I was gonna say, Jay. I said with Ern as our as our president, he will uh, be sure to uh, send all those bureaucrats to the gulags, and inshallah, uh, you know hold trials for them so that they inshallah will be publicly executed under president we need to throw fatwas on every one of these fucks all of them that anyway, is, that is, i mean what? i mean a, a a slow hanging or a quick death is too good for them no that's right they they need to they honestly and look i know people are going to be taking us seriously um, and good. I hope they do because Jay essentially hundred percent means what he says and earn would absolutely, um, sick one of these bitches. No, what I was going to, what I was going to highlight here was this, uh, article, um, uh, sent to us on the locals live chat. Uh, this is from January, 2022. And it says that nearly half of them say fines, prison time are appropriate for questioning vaccines. And if you read through the survey or through the article, it says 59% of Democrats who took the poll were in support of a theoretical government policy, which would confine those who have not been vaccinated to their own homes unless it was an emergency. And overall, 61% of all respondents were against the policy. 
59% of Dems are fucking retarded. I mean, it is insane how well they are trained to to just to just completely accept a narrative pushed to them uh said by the experts or or their politicians. It's it's mind-boggling. Mind-boggling. Mind fucking boggling. All right, I know we kind of got off on the um I know I know we, we kind of got out of order here and of course Jay um uh because of my dementia um tonight in particular I haven't been really um with it but it's okay it's okay because uh I'm just going to blame the vaccine and hopefully we get banned from YouTube <laughs> <laughs> once and for all anyways uh now in addition to what the what this pandemic amnesty is all about if there was a big story that dropped this week uh through the intercept and i gotta say i was not expecting uh i was not expecting this at all jay and not I, i'm not saying i didn't expect this i definitely expected this i'm talking about the aclu condemning uh, actually basically doing something that they were designed to do which is right protect free speech so the aclu finally saying saying something that they were supposed to say about you know every single thing that happened in the government and just would never shut the fuck up about like you know protecting illegal immigrants or protect or, or i should say illegal aliens because that's the that's the legally correct term or fighting for you know saying black lives matter or trans lives matter basically throwing their weight behind all these different political movements the ACLU tweets out, the First Amendment bars the government from deciding for us what is true or false online or anywhere. Our government can't use private pressure to get around our constitutional rights. I have to say, Jay, this is one of the things that just struck me as odd, because if you think about what this particular article is saying, and this is from The Intercept written by Lee Fang and Ken Klippenstein, uh, what you're saying right now is that these leaked documents are showing that the DHS Department of Homeland Security attempted to, well, actually not attempted, but succeeded in suppressing speech online and elsewhere by colluding and working with big tech companies like Facebook and Twitter and Google. And Jay, I just have to uh, point out here, um, that this is the literal definition of fascism, okay? This is not like the hyperbolic definition of fascism. This is what fascism actually is. So while we're, while, while people on the, uh, in corporate media and part of the, you know, that liberal elite ruling class are talking about how fascists are all Republicans and they're trying to take over. Well, some, some Republicans are fascists. Don't get me wrong. And some Republicans do this exact same ship as well. But this is like just textbook, Jay. This is textbook fascism. No, it really is. And also the dangers of this coming from a Democratic administration or Republican administration are, are, are huge. And, in it, and you will see the emails are that they, the people who work in these uh, companies are reaching out to them as well. Not just waiting for the FBI, or the the DHS to to question them, 
or ask them things, they're reaching out about these different stories and, and stuff as well in order to, to suppress the information. And when you see stuff like that, honestly, there needs to be there, there needs to be repercussions on these companies for it. And there needs to be regulations where they are not allowed to, to be propaganda agents for different administrations that come into power in our government. This is this is levels of like uh, China communist fucking government uh, levels of of uh, uh, interference and propaganda. Yeah, no, this is then you're this not is really gonna bad. Be, you're, how, how are we? There is no way now. There is no way now that you can really um, justify having any kind of uh, confidence in any stories you see online on Twitter, on Facebook, uh, posted by uh, these publications. None. You you cannot have any confidence that you are reading any sort of truth on any platform anymore. No, you don't. You don't know. But I just want to highlight some of the key points from this 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 story. Was that if you remember several earlier this year, the that uh, DHS put together the Dif disinformation governance board that was held that was going to be headed up by I believe Nina Jankowicz. You know, you know Nina. Jay, do you remember Nina? Who's you Nina Jankowicz? You don't remember Nina Jankowicz? Here, let me try to refresh your memory. Let me see if I do. I have something here. I thought I had something here. The um, only women I remember are all the mothers I've eaten ass of. So uh, Dan's mom, Fuzzy's mom, uh, Damien's mom, mm -hmm. um, Spencer's mom, Ben Morrissey's mom, um, and these are all people who. Uh, not only work for mom. us, but also, um, I remember right. all their names. Yeah, you're so you're so you're so you're so thoughtful, Jay. Um, why can't I find any of these uh, these videos? Um, because oh, you're here we go. Oh, no. the what's her name? The yeah, the, hold on, no, shut who, up. The disinformation. Whatever yeah. person. The disinformation yes. lady. Give me a second. Yeah, yeah, I, got yeah, it right yeah. Here. I remember. I remember her. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, this this one. I ate her mom's ass too. Hearing is really quite ferocious. It's when a huckster takes some lies and makes them sound precocious by saying them in Congress or a mainstream outlet. So disinformation's origins are slightly less atrocious. It's how you hide a little, hide a little lie. It's how you hide a little, hide a little lie. It's how you hide a little, hide a little lie. When Rudy Giuliani shared that intel from Ukraine, or when TikTok influencers say COVID can cause pain, they're laundering disinfo, and we really should take note and not support their lies with our wallet, voice, or vote. Oh, information laundering is really quite ferocious. It's when a huckster takes some lies and makes them sound precocious by saying them in Congress or a mainstream outlet. So this information's origin seems likely less atrocious. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful wasn't it jay it was so it was absolutely it was gorgeous all right back to the story nina jankowicz she was going to be heading up the disinformation governance board once it was revealed of what the type of person that nina jankowicz is which is basically a tiktok uh a, a tiktoker tiktoker right no a complete fringe leftist 
Well, I mean, there's that too. But anyways, <laughs> uh, they, they dissolved the disinformation governance board and fired Nina Jankowicz. And, but that wasn't the end right there. They specifically this report through FOIA requests found that there are actually do documents revealing that the work is still ongoing. It's just more beneath the surface. And what DHS, which by the way, is the worst uh, federal agency, uh, they have been targeting inaccurate information on the origins of the COVID-19 pandemic and the efficacy of the of COVID-19 vaccines, racial justice, the U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan, and the nature of U.S. support to Ukraine. So if you are uh, a student of history, which I, Jay, I, I'm sure all of us are, the first thing that comes to mind is the FBI and how they targeted any subversive behavior when they first kind of came about. It was uh, started off with, during like the Red Scare against communists, and then it, you know, translated over to basically the civil rights movement, and then, then it went after Muslims, and now it's being targeted after like basically freedom-loving Americans, basically anyone who doesn't want the government to fuck with them. So, one of the most interesting aspects of it, and, and this is this is honestly, I had to go and check this shit for myself, is that Facebook created a special portal. For both the D for DHS and government partners to report disinformation directly, and I had to, I had to go and actually see this shit because I, I still can't believe it. Um, I don't know. I just I just had it up here. Uh, fuck, it was there. It was there, Jay. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I saw I mean, it with my own two eyes. Ready. We're always ready. We always got it a click away. I mean, yes, we do have it a click away, but of course I'm a boomer and I just, you know, where the fuck did it go? Did they, did they take it down? I don't know. But either way, there's a presentation here uh, that's listed as confidential in which the government reporting system shows its ties to Facebook and how they're going to report disinformation on a social media platform so jay what i'm saying is we need to shut this shit down absolutely we absolutely anything i mean from now on really do you as a reader as a person who's looking for information and stuff it is now impossible for you to find any truth really on any of these platforms be it be it from your own government or, or uh, foreign governments abroad as well. Because the one thing you really have to understand, and this, this goes back to, to vagina, is that there were a lot of blue checks. Wait, vagina or vagina? Vagina. And a lot of blue ch uh, check journalists out there who were trying to make her out as a free speech hero while Twitter was allowing the uh, 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 Ayatollahs and Chinese officials on their fucking platform while they don't allow their own users on the platform itself. Right. So this they is don't actually... give a fuck. They never gave a fuck about free speech for the marginalized people who, 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 who don't have a, uh, a voice. They never did. 
They care about money. They care about money. getting that money. Sweet, and the thing is, is that allowing Chinese officials and I told us on here and stuff, and then they ban the president of the United States just goes to show you how full of shit they've always been. Right. Every one of them. And you never saw any of these blue check fuckers call them out on that kind of stuff because they are totally okay with this type of shit, with Facebook having this portal, with Twitter having this portal, as long as the administration is somebody they vote for. And it's somebody that they are donkeys, little bitches for. They're okay with it. All right. So thanks to the Habibis, Anal Schwab, and Master Thief on Locals, they sent the 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 link um, to this page I'm showing you right now. Uh, it is Facebook's website. Facebook content requests. This is what I was referencing earlier that I couldn't find for some reason. They had a link in the intercept article. But it is the request secure access to the Facebook content request system. And if you saw the uh, the presentation that I had just shown you before, we jump over to that because I'm a boomer and I have to like jump between the two. Why don't I just share the fucking window, right? Jay, what's wrong with me? There you go. You got the Facebook I mean, content request. Now, right now, we will go way beyond 69 minutes. I know, but we got the Facebook content request system. Facebook content request system. Jay, that's no coincidence. That's exactly what it looks like. Right? Right. So, am I going crazy here? No, Habibi, you are not. You're not going crazy. I need to watch. It is, I need to watch happening. this one more time. What? It is happening right in our faces. And it's happening with smug smiles that we are being lied to and we are being manipulated by the government and the media is fucking complicit with it. They're and complicit with it. This, if this, this right here, if Trump was doing this in his administration, this would be a national story for fucking four years. Right. We and would not hear the end of it. And also hear the end of it. And the fact that none of them have really stepped up and went to report on this, we still don't see. Do you did we have any report of this finding outside of the intercept? Yeah, we had it from uh, Aaron Rupar, who tweeted cry more in response to Leighton Woodhouse, Woodhouse, who says the absolute epitome of the media industry is Lee Fang dropping a blockbuster story of national importance. And the response from journalists on Twitter is to line up to scold him for appearing on Tucker, which is exactly what Aaron Rupar did. Right. And and the funny thing is, is that you had reporters and other blue checks saying that Lee Fang hates Tucker and hates all the people that vote for and vote that way and all this type of bullshit and blah, blah. Then why was it that Tucker was the only one that reached out to him? It's actually quite fascinating because there was, there's basically been zero interest in the story, but it's actually incredibly important and show, it actually impacts all of us because we can all become victims not well not just victims but um we are at the mercy of the federal government telling us that uh the sky is that they're going to tell us that the sky is like you know shit stained brown when actually it's you know shit stained green because um i had some really spicy Indian food that nice night and um, uh, had to throw out a pair of undies. 
Do you know what um, cuisine really doesn't get a lot of credit? Pakistani hmm. cuisine. I, I made some. It I made really some, doesn't. Made some kofta kebabs last week for the delicious. office. It really, really is. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. No, uh, it they have this. They have this lamb green curry dish. I don't know the name of it, but it is. Is it fucking uh, sog? Yeah, like sog. That's yeah, what it is. It's sog. It's so fucking good. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? It really is. I mean, Indian cuisine. The only reason why Indian cuisine is as big as it is is because white people helped them. Wait, what? The only reason why Indian food is as big as it is is because white people. Oh, because white people helped them. Okay. Yeah, because the UK, UK, like the Indian food came on the map because in <laughs> the UK they had to whitewash it a little bit in order for it to be as big as it is. Like butter chicken. You don't find fucking butter chicken in India. Butter chicken is not even a fucking real Indian dish. It is a hundred percent invented in the UK. So what needs to happen is you need to whore yourself out to white people a little bit more. Exactly. Just do it. Just whore yourself just a little bit more out. Right. Speaking of horror, Jay, I think it's about time. Let's zoom out here. Give these people the show. There we go. Very nice. Yes, uh, this is part of the show. Um, in order to get us to put clothes on, you have to sub to our locals where, unfortunately, um, we're also shirtless. Right. I mean, sorry, sorry, uh, locals, but yeah. Yeah. And, and I just hope that the locals chat has to subject themselves to this. Speaking of shirtless people attacking your eyes for no other reason, Paul Pelosi was attacked with a hammer this past week by a man in his underwear at two o'clock in the morning. Huh? You said a rubber dick hammer. Uh, with a, it was a titanium dildo, Jay. I, if you think about it, Jay, anything's a, anything's a dildo if you're brave enough. Let's be honest. Uh, that's exactly right. And I think they were that night. I think they were pretty brave that night. If you're yeah. bold, if you're bold enough, that hammer, that wasn't just used to hammer Paul Pelosi, if you know what I mean. He got nailed. Got nailed. <laughs> got nailed. Actually, hold on one second, Jay. I got I got something I want to show you. Oh, I want to see this. No joke, I have this hammer I got from my wife, and I don't know if you can read the inscription <laughs> on it. It says, I love getting nailed by you. I found I found the murder weapon, Jay. I've had it this entire time, which means <laughs> I was perfect. in Paul Pelosi's house. I was actually the one who was, I'm the gay you You're the shirtless hippie dude. I am. I am, honestly... <laughs> I am David De, De Papsmeer. David De Papsmeer. David De Papsmeer. Yeah, so let's let's talk a little bit about that. So the uh the Nancy Pelosi attacker, I'm sorry, the 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 Paul Pelosi attacker, let's not forget. It was not Nancy who was attacked. Uh if anything, it was David De Pap who was concerned about the whereabouts of Nancy. Um, where he allegedly said, where's Nancy? 
Um, and Jay, I'm not gonna lie. Basically, every the very first day I saw this, I thought to myself, "Wow, that's horrible." This seems oddly specific in terms of the timing. And Paul Pelosi, uh, he's eight over 80 years old, what, 82 years old? Uh let, let's just let's just get into hold on. This is actually a good time for it. I don't know if you have yours. No, I don't. Okay, well, I have mine, and it's kind of looking a little rough right now. It's I, I probably should get a new. I probably should make a new one. Um, hold on, let me just turn off the uh, background blur so you can see the shaft. There you go. Uh, so Jay, when I was reading up on this story, there were there were just a number of things that you know we got we got to talk about. It. One uh, seems oddly convenient for the husband of the Speaker of the House to get attacked. And then the immediate narrative is that, oh, it was a MAGA Republican who attacked Paul Pelosi. All right. That's 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 the first point. OK. Secondly, everything that they've said to us, or at least the corporate media has reported. Basically, has they basically said that. There was this like it was a break in. Uh, this guy was a radicalized MAGA Republican screaming out, where's Nancy? Where's Nancy? He's trying to kidnap uh, Paul Pelosi, hold him hostage, try to kneecap Nancy Pelosi. And the entire time I'm thinking, why would Nancy Pelosi put a hit out on her husband? I mean... I guess she's ruthless, but your own husband, Nance. That's a new. That's a new level. It's a new level. That's a new level. Really, this woman will do anything to get power, and on. You just got to tip your hat and say, "All right, Nancy, good game, GG." <laughs> so, I don't know, Jay. There's there's a lot of things that are weird about this. Let's let's talk a little bit more about it, though. Because right. there, I mean, that's, really that's not is. the only one, right? No, it, it's not. And one of the, one of my favorite, uh, favorite, but I want to say that quote from uh, Rumble real quick. So Rumble, uh, Quest for Five, every uh, Quest for Five, saying every time I hear about Pelosi, meaning Paul Pelosi, he's hammered. I mean, show me the lie. All the stories. There's no lie there. No, There's no. no that, that's why I think that you know Nancy. She she did this to get back at, at at Paul, saying, "How dare you cost us this election?" And then, actually, you know what? This is gonna like help Democrats somehow gain some sympathy because Republicans are a threat to democracy, right, Jay? Absolutely. And you had Joe That's Biden, exactly right? You had Joe Biden. And, and Huh? And, and the funny thing is how the media was reporting on this stuff, like political itself reported that there was like a third person there. And then right. after a while, they were like, <laughs> and then Republicans were, were saying baseless, baseless uh, reports on uh, a third person being there. And yeah. it's the same publication, the yeah, same on. one. This political, is actually political. 
This is perfect. There's a side by side that you can find. Yeah, it was uh, Steezy. Steezy posted this. This is absolutely beautiful. Um, I think I bookmarked it, but of course. And then, and then uh, the Washington Post with that banger, that fucking banger saying, <laughs> releasing the video will just further conspiracy theories. You don't need to release it. What? I did not see that. You didn't see that? It was a Washington Post analysis post that honestly said releasing the video would just further push conspiracy theories. That is... Because because the, the Capitol Police had have a video of the guy going into the house. That's right. So the Capitol Police had video of the guy going into the house. They were monitoring it, according to the ABC News report. Uh, I'm sorry, Washington Post first reported that detail. My bad. But how does the Capitol Police not even see that shit? Like, even if you want to believe everything that they're saying, uh, Capitol Police, again, fucked up by letting uh, Paul Pelosi's gay lover into the house without at least, you know, going, saying what's up to them first, bringing them some coffee or, you know, a hand job or something like that. Right? I mean, Jay, if you're if you're entering someone's house, you at least give them a hand job before you enter, right? That's what you've always done at my house. Well, not just a hand job, but a reach around while while I lick your asshole. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, ah, so this this is is. the Washington Post. This is the Washington Post release. I mean, read that shit. Read it. Anal assists. Release the video is mostly a way to extend the conspiracy theory. How, who wrote this? Honestly, click on it. I want to see who wrote it. Is it our queen? And, it, and it's no, that's not going to be. It's Damn not it. going to be her. Why wouldn't but it be it's our queen? Fucking, it's fucking hilarious that the democracy dies in darkness, guys. Said it's better to keep that shit in darkness uh, or Bell. democracy dies. Of course. Of course it's Philip Brump. Uh, of course it's that motherfucker. Uh, I swear to God. Journalism is just a failed industry on doing exact on doing what it said it was supposed to be doing. It's a failed it's it's a failure. A hundred it's a hundred percent essentially a failed fucking industry. I mean it is, yes. Why can't I find it? And none of them, none of them are held accountable. The only time a journalist is held accountable is if he tweets a funny joke about women. That's the only time they're held accountable. And that's what happened with David, whatever his name is, from Washington Post. Uh, Dave Weigel, right? Yes. That's the only time they're held accountable. That's it. They can, they post like shit stories time after time. Has the Atlantic, the editor-in-chief from the Atlantic, has he ever corroborated his fucking bullshit story on when uh, Trump was talking ill about fallen veterans? Right. That, that's never been corroborated once. And yeah, he's Jeffrey Not Goldberg. fucking once. And nobody demands truth from the guy. Journalism, journalists and journalism do not hold each other accountable. It's a mental, Jay, at this point, it's a mental illness. All right. So let's look at this. This is a Politico. Let's just look at the, the highlighted part. This is from Stephen L. Miller, a.k.a. Red Steez. Steezy Habibi says, among those basis claims, 
he doesn't say this, Politico writes, among those basis claims that a third person answered the door when police arrived at the Pelosi home, which San Francisco law enforcement has said is untrue. And then here's the catch. Or I'm sorry, that was the shot. Here's the chaser. This is from a Politico story, literally like from a day or two before. It says officers arrived at the house, knocked on the front door, and were let inside by an unknown person. They discovered DePap and Pelosi struggling for a hammer. This is Jay. This is literally from the fucking police. The police saying this. It's not like just some random report. It is the fucking and police. The, the official same story. publication. The same publication. And the same, what the baseless same publication. report? What baseless claims? What base? They're quote quoting you, you fucks. Anyways. Holy um, shit. And instead of instead of stating like we were we were wrong and we were uh, and f- among further information that came in there was no third person in the police report instead of saying that shit they want to pretend like other people claiming this stuff are the crazy people Yeah so here's the big here's the big thing about this okay Jay because I know a lot of people are going to be like, oh, well, what does this really mean? What is this? What's what's the whole point of all of this? Well, here's the point. I don't know if you want to call this a right wing uh, attack on the husband of the uh, the highest ranking Democrat in the House and third in line for the presidency, you know, if you want to believe the what the, the story about what they're telling you, that's fine. But you have to take a step back and realize that the timing of all of this is incredibly suspect. And the fact that they're doing this specifically to try to paint an entire segment of the population as you know this rabid bunch, like they're all animals, all they want to do is attack and kill you and hold you hostage. Uh, the fact that even... I think there was one tweet, I think from NBC, one of those local affiliates saying that uh, the that David DePap, he had zip ties on him echoing January 6th. Like, that's what they literally said. They're trying to find the t- they're trying to tie this guy to basically everything that is wrong with their political opponent. Uh, and they assume Dude, rumble just went down. Really? I'm trying to I'm trying to go to rumble.com. Yeah, I see it's still going on my end. Yeah, it's still going, Jay. How, why is it? Dude. At least everyone in the Rumble chat, let us know if the if the stream went down for you. If it went down for you, then um I guess tough titty, that's the boomer boomer thing on our end. No, that's weird. Why did it go down? Yeah, Rory. Rory says we're still here. Interesting. All Why right, is it down on my side? Probably because you have Boomer Internet. You're in an Afghani cave. I don't have Boomer Internet. First you, of all, I'm still Jay. on here. I'm still. I'm still. Hello. Hi, everyone. You can see me just fine. Again, Afghani cave. What I are mean, you gonna do? That's where, that's where I am. I'm gonna. Go, I'm gonna go get Ryder. So you guys can see Ryder the dog. Okay, I didn't even finish my fucking point, Jay. You interrupted me. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. 
All right. Let me first read this comment from Roy Mesker on Local. So the speaker's husband's gay lover just attacked him. Now you guys just got to stop running your negative ads. <laughs> Look, there's a. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. They were trying to pin this on a fucking uh, ad from the GOP from 10 fucking years ago. Oh, that's what it was? It was 10 years ago. I didn't even know that. Man, it is fucking insane there was how a... fucking bad these people are trying to pin shit on um, on Republicans on this. It's so fucking insane. While you get right there, I'm going to pull this up because the list just went out this uh, evening. Thanks to Ben Morrissey for getting on that. Uh, let me show you real quick, okay? So this is the list for this week. We're probably going to bring list streams back, but I haven't really decided yet, so we'll figure it out. Um this is where the fuck is that tweet here we go ashley parker who is also at the washington post tweeted last year kevin mccarthy joked that if he became the next leader of the house it will be hard not to hit nancy pelosi with the speaker's gavel then on friday a man broke into pelosi's house and attacked her husband with a hammer yes kevin mccarthy instigated this act of quote-unquote violence right jay did you did you find Ryder or no no, I did, but he, he's a pretty big dog, so I don't know if I can like get him up here. Come here. Oh, ow. Don't bite me. Come on. You guys can't see him, can you? No, we can't see shit, Jay. For all we for all we know, you have you have someone in a gimp outfit trying to jump on your lap. Come here, Ryder. Ryder, Ryder, come get snacks. Oh, oh you see him? Oh, hi, Ryder. Oh, he's he's a big cheers. dog. Like I can't, I can't pick him up like you can with Ernie. He's still laying here. Come here, come here, come on, come on, come on. Come on. You can come up. Can you come up? Come on, come on, come on. He's trying to get the snacks I got for him. Okay, so um. It's like oh, I don't okay. we don't feed you at all, huh? Yeah. Oh look at that pup. Good good dog. You don't have to pick Ryder up. It's okay. Oh hi Ryder. Oh hey dog. How you doing, Ryder? What a good what a me. good dog. Don't you fucking sneeze on me, not in my face. Please. Do it. Do it. Do it, Ryder. Be a hero. Be a legend. Sneeze in his fucking face and bite his balls off. Oh, my God. He probably would. <laughs> uh, I would enjoy that. All gone. Um, okay. One All thing. Good doggy. Jay, I, I have to say, uh, I think you and I were both shadow banned. Shadow banned Twitter. from what? Twitter. For sure, we were shadow banned. I mean, we get so much more um, engagement. What's it engagement now. It's insane, and it's not people just flooding the the platform. Like people are starting to say, we're seeing uh, seeing you on our timeline again. And they, there was one person who I don't oh, know if they were. Like I don't know if they were genuine or not. They said, uh, "I thought you were dead." I mean, I'm dead inside, yes, but uh, no, I'm still, still here, and uh, unfortunately for many of you, still alive. 
Uh, all right. Uh, Michael Schellenberger tweeted out this article from a Substack saying, I'm the first reporter to get to the bottom of the story, which has far more to do with drugs, homelessness, and pedophilia than QAnon anti-Semitism on January 6th. I had a chance to read a little bit of this story. Um, I mean, the guy is psychotic. Don't get me wrong. I think his political leanings probably did. Uh, uh, it was a minor factor in his. Oh, yeah. It had nothing to do. It had nothing to do with any of this. But nothing. hold on. Jay, what's this whole story that apparently Paul Pelosi knew this guy? Do you know? What have you heard about that? Well, I mean, it's mainly because of the, the way um, they call it. Like, he said it was a friend. Right. Said a friend. He said it was a friend. In I mean, we underwear. don't know if he was really under distress or anything in, like that. And his but underwear. the whole thing, the whole thing is still kind of suspect. And the way that it they're trying very... to pin it on Republicans is an absolute fucking farce in of I just, itself. I just find it amazing that they immediately jump to the conclusion. It's uh what is it called? It was like Reddit uh Reddit holding him, glory holding him. They're trying to put him in a in a uh, pigeonhole the guy and characterize him for what he is based on his social and social media history and what he's posted on politics. And it's always it just becomes one thing or another. And so, um, like you said earlier, Jay, it's only the right who gets blamed and uh, everyone on the left just gets a pat on the back or they get the benefit of the right. It's getting really fucking old. I'm kind of tired of no, it. It really is. Uh, and it gets old because you have uh, the president of the United States still getting in on it. Joe Biden in a speech tonight. This is what he said. There's an alarming rise in the number of our people in this country condoning political violence or simply remaining silence because silence is complicity. The disturbing rise of voter intimidation. There's an Okay, I know it's a little bit of snippet right there, but I could probably find more clips, or maybe uh, Spencer can do his fucking job and find more clips on Twitter if he really wanted to. Um, although he's probably not going to, because again, we have the worst producer on on, on the planet, right, Jay? <laughs> Absolutely, hundred <laughs> percent. Essentially. Essentially. So, but this is this is this is the last segment we'll we'll, we'll discuss before we get to our favorite segment. Ask us anything. Joe's, Joe Biden is going out and giving the final message before the midterm elections happening next week. And that is you can't vote for Republicans because Republicans are a threat to democracy. And any any vote against the Democrat, you're voting to end America as we know it um, or the, con the country that all the founding principles are standing on. I don't know what the fuck he's trying to say. Uh, it's all bullshit. Don't don't. Don't believe a word he has to say because honestly, Jay, they no one gives a shit about January 6th. What are you doing, Jay? Right. Nobody does. Zero people do. You got do. You got, a, a, you got a funny to article Jay? over on um, The Guardian Jay, where he, would, he went to Virginia and he wanted to ask voters about January 6th and he's like, and he's like, and I found out nobody gave a shit about January 6th. And I'm like, no fucking shit. 
Giving a shit about January 6th is going to do nothing for people at the pump. It's going to do nothing for people getting jobs. It's going to do nothing for people about inflation. And it does nothing for them about their kids going to school. Nobody gives a flying fuck about January 6th. And no one gives two shits about January 6th. Every single unless they, unless they care about my birthday. Other than that, because that, I am the Armenian Jesus. You really are. That's when they're going to give a shit. Armenian Jesus was born January 6th. Google it. Oh, okay. All right. Sorry. You know, I don't want to, I'm not trying to question Armenian Jesus over here. You shouldn't. I mean, I probably, I, I, it doesn't matter. Uh, so with the midterm elections happening in less than a week, uh, we got obviously some pretty uh, big races that are. If you looked at the early voting count, not looking good for Democrats. Um, in fact, I, I would I would argue that um, it would take basically all the cheating that they did in 2020 <laughs> to make up for those losses, which, hey, very well could happen. Um, I was going to say, look, everyone's going to, you know, the, the, the amount of cheating that they're going to say, uh, that, look, they're... Election denialism is going to become patriotic in the yeah. media. Yeah. Watch so, it. so, Jay, next week, I, I've already come up with the title for our election night stream. It's the 2022 midterm election denial special. Perfect. In which we are in which we deny Perfect. that the, the 2022 midterm election is even happening. It's, it's not happening. That's that's how it's going to happen. Dude, I promise you that is what's going to happen. We are going to see the same fucking blue check pieces of fucking garbage who were stating that questioning the 2020 election makes you election denier and makes you a threat to democracy. Question the elections. Every one of them. They were going to question them. They're going to say it's your patriotic duty to question them. All of this absolute garbage bullshit that they were trying to demonize people for the last two fucking years over. Right. And it's, they, I mean, it's impacted me personally because, uh, for those of you who are aware, uh, my wife was involved in the election integrity efforts of 2020 and they responded by trying to go after her license, her bar license. Luckily she beat that shit and she's, I mean, look, that shit was not cheap. Okay. <laughs> I'll just give you a ballpark right here. Like we're looking six figures just to defend herself. Okay. Fuck. That's what these fuckers did. That's why I have no, like people wondering, Oh, Siraj, what happened to you? Like, this is what happened. They came after my family. And that's when I realized the types of people that they are. And you know what? Fuck them. Fuck all these people. I have no respect for anyone who promotes their values and act like they're holier than thou and then turn around and try to punish any of their ideological opponents. Yeah. It's fucking bullshit. Absolutely is. It's it's hundred percent essentially bullshit. Rory Metzger on uh, locals. I'm gonna just highlight this one because I thought it is good. 
uh can i it's under banners now i'm gonna get all boomerish here go for it i need to go pee of course you are i'm gonna type this out nice that's not peeing unless you're peeing right now oh fucking a Spencer beating the shit out. Be, literally. But you clicked on mine. Roy Metzger says, damn, Siraj, you have a literal who radicalized you. You did story. Yes, you. He, that's who the fuck radicalized me. Every I let that be a lesson to all of you. Uh, they are all of these people. That are running the show, they're all fucking snakes. I'm I'm like literally giving you the 411. Like I know you, I know I know a lot of you think or, or believe this already, and I'm just telling you, your beliefs are uh affirmed. Um maybe maybe take my uh the case of me and my wife as an example, but uh even just by Look, a year ago, I had a family friend, had a family friend. You probably know his name. You probably know what he's said and what he's done. There's a guy that I used to break bread with, and I thought he, his family and my family were good. And next thing- I can't wash my hands. Welcome back, Jay. I'm literally in the middle of telling a fucking story. I can't believe you. Why would you do this to me? Anyways, I was talking about Wajahat. Well, Wajah Ali. Yeah, I was saying basically the this whole like if you look at this comment from Roy Metzger that Dance around, you have a literal who radicalized you. You did story about a year ago. Wajahat basically used the tried to use what my wife did in 2020 as uh ammo to attack me and try to expose me to uh his Twitter audience that's like. Uh, at this point, like maybe at least double mine. And I've already, we've talked about it the you know, we've talked about it at length uh, a year ago, but I just want you to know that like it could, it's literally people within your circle who would throw you under the bus simply because you don't agree with them on politics. Like people have seen this happen during COVID. They saw this happen during the election. I'm just telling you, I've never really said this before. Like I mentioned the Wajahat story and all that stuff. People saw it happen in real time. But the thing about people going after my wife is that they literally tried to bankrupt us. They did. And Jay, you've been a, I mean, like you've, you've hung around us long enough to kind of like, you know, she's told you the story about all that stuff. And I mean, it's amazing how the media, how the corporate media tries to smear someone. Because if any of you have met Emily, 
you would be like, wait, this is the person that they're saying is like a threat to democracy and like literally a someone who can uh, was trying to overthrow an election. Really? This like sweet young, the sweet young lady, like that's, it's just, it's insane. Um, so people wonder like why I made, I've like made the decisions I did. People wonder why I, Jay and I, still continue to do this shit it's because uh look someone has to say something i don't think you and ij are like you know we're two retards who just so happen to like have a knack for this stuff <laughs> we enjoy talking about it. we enjoy each other's company and we enjoy the jokes but like most of all like it's calling out the bullshit and right. i think for a lot of people who don't realize like you know, while we might look like people who are on the sidelines, we're still very much like involved in this shit. And uh, it's one of the reasons why I decided that I had to, you know, get an actual job and work at Rumble because the uh, whole uh, the mission of protecting a free and open Internet is something that I truly believe and value. And I'm, I'm sure many of you who are watching do as well. And even if you don't agree with anything I have to say or anything Jay has to say, no one should be punished or have their livelihoods lost simply because they said it. It's absolutely right. insane that you have people constantly deplatformed left and right for saying things that like they would have their entire YouTube channel demonetized for simply questioning the, the government's policies on COVID lockdowns. It's just, it's all, everything you've seen happen in the last two years, if you go back and watch every single Habibi Power Hour from now, from then until now, and you could basically see the transformation, at least in me. Jay, you've always been somewhat <laughs> this. <laughs> Jay's been consistent. <laughs> uh, Jay's been, Jay has been very consistent on this. So I'm just going to tell you this and we're going to get into a, little, a few predictions um, because I'm not trying to like get everyone like down and just let you know that like this is, uh, I'm not trying to make this about me. I'm not trying to make this about Jay. These people have fucked all of you. This is not something, this is just like literally one example of these people fucking you. Okay. I want to talk about how, at least in the next week, um, it is so imperative that you don't listen to the establishment, the corporate media about anything that they say to you. And maybe, maybe you do listen to them, but at least like give it a, you know, give it, let it swell in your brain. The benefit you know? of the doubt. Don't, yeah, don't, don't take everything you hear at face value take it with a grain of salt it's okay to right. just stew on it and question it you know right. what this and, whole and that's not just from like cnn or msbc msnbc but it's also from fox news it's also from all of these uh all of those other places like take it with a grain of salt try to find your own uh information out there i mean i know it's hard especially with how much it's being manipulated from Honestly, all sides like it's mm. being manipulated very, very strongly to push you into a direction that they want you to go to. Right. Um, but at 
at the most, try not to take it at face value. Right. And anything you like, look, there was, uh, uh, I saw like one of these Twitter banners. Um, I don't know if it's, I saw it on my phone, took a screenshot of it. I don't know if I uh, saw it on the desktop, but it was one of those things where even though Twitter is, uh, Elon Musk is the CEO of Twitter, Twitter's still doing things to try to influence this 2022 midterm election. And they're doing it by simply saying, wait before you say anything about the vote. Like it's still being counted. Like, okay, but this is, this is, it's, it's fine to wait. But what Twitter has done in the past is that anytime people have questioned, Hey, why is the, why the fuck is this taking so long? Like it did in 2020, these people are immediately suspended or did, you know, they're basically hit with strikes or reported, have to take their tweets down. That is obviously censorship. It's the silencing of any information, anything that could question. Like, look, people have been uh, doing early, early voting, in-person voting, and there's also been mail-in voting. And uh, there have been people complaining about other people watching them, like poll ma- mail-in voting watchers to ensure that there's no abuse or cheating at these mailboxes like they're stuffing ballots and they're going to cry this is voter intimidation jay what the fuck like if you are complaining about more transparency maybe you're the fucking problem and absolutely. you're actually up to something that you shouldn't be up to oh no absolutely and it and it's so funny to see that. I mean, especially when it comes to like voter ID laws and shit like that, too. We saw President Biden himself go up and show a voter his ID in order to go vote. Not only that, we have record turnout in Georgia mm. on voting where it's supposed to be suppressed as fuck. I thought it was Jim Crow 2.0, Jay. That's what I was we all last did. year. Didn't hey, didn't Georgia, didn't Atlanta lose an all MLB all-star game simply because of that yes, law? Huh. They did. You see and what the, happens? And the thing is, the, the media that pushed those lies are not held accountable. Every one of those fuckers need to be fired. They need to be fired off. That's it. You're a fucking liar and you're pushing lies. Jay, that, no, hold on. All, all of them, Jay, hold on. Say. They all need to be jacked off. Thank you very much for that. Of course. I need to be jacked off right now, too. That's true. So let's wrap this up. Let's put a bow on it. Real quick predictions, Jay. Let's go through. Let's just go through some of the races. Not all of them. The big battleground states. What do you think's happening in Pennsylvania? John Featherman or Dr. Oz? Who's going to win that one? Dr. Oz. I think I think Dr. Oz, too. The, the, that Featherman debate performance last week, I don't know how he survives that. But I will say this. I'm not going to say that that Featherman is not going to win, but if he does, uh, we all know re- we all know the reason why, right? We all know the reason. We do. I'm not I, Jay. Show me the fucking lie. There, you have to be smoking uh-huh. crack. Jay, you either have to be smoking as much. Cr- you either have to have the great brain capacity of John Featherman to vote for him, or two, the latter one, which they. 
banned a lot of people for in 2020 because of right. something that happened there. Exactly right. Yeah. Uh, let's move on. Georgia. Uh, we got two races. We got Herschel Walker and Raphael Warnock in the in the Senate, and then we have Brian Kemp and Stacey Abrams for the gubernatorial election. What, what what's your what do you think there, Jay? I'm thinking Kemp gives it. I think Warnock just squeezes by. No, no, can't. No, it's going to be down ballot red. It's going to be Walker and Kemp. I don't think. I I don't think it. I don't think people are going to split their ballot on that. Um, Arizona, we got Katie Hobbs, Carrie Lake, gubernatorial election. I want Carrie Lake to win. I think she's going to, especially, especially because they refuse to do a debate. They refuse it. Absolutely refuse, refuse it. it. And the person who's dominating the news right now is like, is like, I think, I think, I think the lakes, uh, benefit, the, the upside for Lake is that she's constantly talked about in the news and that has been that was a huge boon uh for 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 that was a huge boon for trump in 2016 uh okay uh, another one michigan whitmer versus uh, gretchen whitmer versus tudor dixon this is i know i know dan i think whitmer like, whitmer wins that one i think whitmer wins that one too um although especially because be, dan you know dan is like campaigning for her for gonna her, vote for, for yeah, her for, pushing that, like that's, really that's hard why he, that's why he took her last name right Yep. Dan Whitmer. Dan Whitmer. Um, what else we got? Oh, New York, Kathy Hochul, Lee Zeldin. That one's going to be, I mean, I think that's New a pipe York? dream. I still look, I hate Kathy Hochul just as much as the next person, but New York is just so deep blue. That I, it's I really can, hard, especially after she, she said what she said about doing it again to healthcare workers and shit like that. The New York gets what they vote for. New York gets what's coming. New York to deserves it. it. Look, I, I yep. this is one of those things where, like in Georgia, Brian Kemp, uh, who is an absolute garbage human being, sucks ass. Um, and Stacey Abrams equally sucks ass. So I'm of the belief that whoever wins that race, Georgia deserves it. Fuck him. Who gives a shit? Um all right, real quick. Any other Senate races that are up in the air? We got, uh, oh, Arizona, Mark Kelly and Blake Masters. Oh, man, Blake Masters is coming up. I you don't think that that one to me, that one's a really that one's a real toss up. That is a toss up. I, I don't know what's going to happen there, but I, I don't. I would, but Blake Masters is coming up. I think honestly. I, I, and what's really insane is is I, Tulsi Gilbert actually endorsed blake masters and carrie lake and carrie lake so uh finally house predictions uh how many seats do you think uh they pick as picked up um oh spencer says nevada senate uh i haven't actually been focusing at all on the nevada senate um race i think uh i think spencer has some nevada bias and he just wants to throw shit in there um, to try to be uh, an instigator. <laughs> that's at least that's how I think, right? Spencer, you can hop in here and prove why why Nevada Senate of all things. He's gonna he's gonna choose not to do it. He's gonna just like continue to say, oh to say was that it's just been getting a lot of talk in the news because with the way that all the races looking like they're gonna split, Pennsylvania and Georgia are probably gonna split. Um and there's one that's going to split that isn't Arizona. There's a second one that's a very tight race. Mm -hmm. uh, 
we've been looking at Nevada possible or Ohio. I think it's it's Ohio and Arizona are going to split, and then Nevada's kind of like what's going to happen with it. So, well, look, I don't doubt that there will be splits, um, but I don't think it's going to be overpowering enough like uh, it would be in Georgia, for example. Um, but I don't know. I could be wrong. Uh, I think Jay, you and I are probably both on uh, the on the. Uh, we both have the prediction that the Republicans are going to take the Senate. Uh, I'm sorry, the House. Do you think they're going to take the Senate as well? I mean, there there's promising per, there's promising lookout for now, um, but a lot, I mean, these these might be a little too late. Uh, we'll see how it goes. I, I mean, I think a hundred percent they're going to take the sure. house and I, um, I will I'm tell like you this 60, 65% sure that they'll take the Senate. So one of the things I will say is this, and this is probably like the one thing that I can see, um, happen, uh, at least in this midterm election, uh, is that, with early with with midterm elections in general, youth voter turnout is all is historically low. It's always been the lowest between the what was it the eighteen to like thirty four, eighteen to twenty five demographic, whatever that you know the youngest crowd is, and they typically almost always vote Democrat. The early voting numbers have not been favorable for Democrats, and these are the you know Democrats have always been big on early voting, right? Like they've always been, you know, vote early, vote often, because the often part we all know is how they won in 2020, right? <laughs> right. Uh, but I, I, look, I don't think, I don't think there is going to be as much cheating this time around, simply because you don't have a full-on national election. You have these Senate and gubernatorial and, and congressional races and with everybody's guard up it's going to be much more difficult to try to cheat like they did in 2020 you also don't have any COVID lockdowns like you did in 2020 so mail-in ballot voting or mail-in voting is just not going to be the same level as it was in 2020 um more in-person people more in-person voting uh or at least more in-person voting percentages than mail-in mail-in voting um Roy Mesker on local says Siraj is purposely avoiding Florida so he doesn't have to tell us he's voting for Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I respect it. Um uh Anil Schwab says GOP House Dems hang on to se- hang on to Senate. Uh I don't know, man. I don't think I don't, look, it's a 50-50 split right now and uh Democrats and the swing states are, I think, down either three or four seats, something like that. Roy Mesker says, "I love that Siraj just straight up says they cheated in 2020." Now, well, like, look, if the if this is how they treat people who simply question the integrity of the election, if that's how they treat people, it's it's a pretty it's that's the tell that's the tell right there. Why would they try to do that? If they didn't cheat, why would they? Why would they try to bankrupt uh, a young, uh, thick attorney 
She is thick. She is thick. Why would they try to bankrupt her if they did everything by the book? Why? Doesn't make sense. Shit doesn't make sense. <sighs> Anyways. Wow, Jay, we went for an hour and 43 minutes. We're still going. That's insane. Well, that's our predictions for for these midterms. Uh, I would say we would do it and ask us anything, but honestly, we've gone for way too long. But join us next week, Jay. I think we're going to be doing – I don't know where I'm going to be, honestly. I have no idea if I'm going to be in California or if I'm going to be East Coast. I'll let you know. Things have yet yes. to materialize. But if we end up being in California at the same time, we're going to try to do an election night special 69ing each other, right? Oh, yeah. We're 69ing right? Right? all day long. Right? 69ing all day long? 69. Uh oh, Mastriano versus Shapiro in Pennsylvania. Um, I think Shapiro takes that one. I think I think Pennsylvania votes down ballot. Or, or wait, hold on. Who's the who's the uh, Republican in that? Uh, did I say Shapiro? I meant Mastriano. Sorry. These they both have names that end in O. One's Jewish, the other's Italian. You know, you know, you know me, Jay. I get those two easily confused. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Especially if they're Jewish Italian. <laughs> I'm like, which part of you is Jewish? Which part of you is Italian? And they'll probably just point to the speckle and say, Oh, well, on well, the day I was born, and that's when I forget about it. Anyways. Uh Habibis, thank you all so much for joining us tonight on Habibi Power Hour. Uh thank you, Spencer for your help or lack thereof. Jay, thanks for chiming in here. Thanks for showing us Ryder. And to all the Habibis sure. tuning in, thanks for supporting us. Hit that like, like and subscribe button. And if you are on the Rumble or YouTube chats, just letting you know, we are giving priority to our locals live chat. There is a link in the description of this video. You want to join that? We're going to keep it open for a little bit longer just so you guys can like continue to chat. But if you subscribe and support us on Locals, uh, you also have the ability to join our Habibi Discord server where we keep the conversation going, keep the jokes flowing. And um, because we got a YouTube super chat from Chris Kinder, I'll read it here. It says, are you guys going to try to get Gavin Newsom off your, your election night gig? <laughs> Well, if he if we are 69ing, uh there's a good chance Paul Pelosi might show up. <laughs> so Habibi's we'll hammer just in case. May I bring, <laughs> bring I'm bringing my hammer. This shit's coming with me. But of course, <laughs> you know what ends going in. That's right, it's this end. This end's going in. Yeah, that's the one. That's it. <laughs> All right, Habibis. I've been Suraj Hashmi. I'm Jack Kobe. And with Habibi Bros, y'all have a good night. We'll see you next week. Election night special. Make sure you go and vote. But of course, like, don't be a bitch. Don't be an idiot. You know, vote for vote for your actual interest. Don't be one of these assholes. Like, oh, go vote, go vote because it's like the cool thing to do. But if you vote, if you vote my way, you're cool. If you don't, fuck you. You're a fascist. Anyways, fuck you, people. You're all libs. <laughs> if you don't vote, if you don't, if you don't vote the way we tell you to. <laughs> All right, peace at Mesalama.